just like there are right-handers and left-handers, night owls, and early birds. There are those who prefer to shop in-store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want. In-store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper. All right, let's go ahead and bring in our own Cole Young. And Cole, uh, on Wednesday or Tuesday night, we did the a little preview of some of the discussions we'll have today. We did our first Twitter spaces and uh, that was kind of fun. Yeah, it was something new, right? I mean, well, it's anything. It, it was fun to engage and hear a little back and forth. And, you know, because I don't want to say it feels like we we talk into a vacuum sometimes, but, you know, we kind of create our own conversations and then it was like, hey, what about this? And what about that? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's good just to interact. Yeah, we had a, 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 one guy from East Buchanan came on and, um, had some questions about that and was very proud of their players as they should be fantastic East Buchanan had someone ask a question about center um we taught Mick Schaefer how to get on to Twitter spaces as well and he came on uh wanted to try and use that as our podcast this week but uh no we still still do that but uh, no it's a it's pretty pretty interesting to see the interaction we had and, and hopefully we can do that again next week well as you look at the brackets Cole um you know there's some compelling games in the small schools not as many as there will be the next two weeks uh, but definitely, is there any, you know, what, what class you want to start with? <laughs> uh, let's start, let's just start at the bottom and work our way up. Okay. So, I don't know. what this Class week, one. Class one. Yeah. We talked about this a little last night. Uh, you know, the thing the thing that looks at, for me is North Platte. You know, they, they've gone several years without a win. And now, you know, they're hosting a playoff game this year. A very winnable playoff game against Carrollton. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go play mid Buchanan in the district semifinals likely. So that's, that kind of jumps out to me this week. Um, you know, I'll say in class one going down South Windsor plays Wellington Napoleon and Windsor is one of those teams who got off to a pretty rough start, but is playing a lot better. And I'm not sure Butler is not, uh, I don't know the Butler's going to want to play them in the semifinals. They're going to play them. We'll see what happens, but I think Windsor's playing really good football. Uh, so that's class one, I guess class two. Yeah. I mean, there's what well, I think the intriguing part to me in class two is there's two things right now, right? There's the, okay, are we going to get a rematch of Richmond and Lafayette County in that district? But mm-hmm. really the district that's probably more intriguing to me is that other district that's got, um, you know, say Michael Holden. Yeah. Nick Michaels. Um, I think it's Pembroke Hill in that district. Hogan prep. Um, you know, there's some really good teams in that district that I think, can uh, you know ter- make it a make it a pretty intriguing district? Now they're all playing for the right to go play Lamar in the quarterfinal, but you know Nob Nostra the other team, right? They they were six and zero, and now they're, granted they're the four seed, but I think they'll give St. Michael's all they want probably in the semifinals if they can get past if they can get past Pembroke Hill, who may beat them this week. One thing, if you're St. Michael or Holden or whoever comes out of this district, uh, you're going to get Lamar at home in the quarterfinals because you're on the bottom half of the bracket. So, I mean, even if you're St. Michael, you know, you, you, you get to play your first three games at home or wherever they're going to play their games (laughs) because uh, they don't have a home stadium. Um, And same for Holt, you know, you get that game at home. So that's definitely, you know, those two districts are going to be interesting. I think the Lafayette County Richmond matchup is one that's probably going to happen in two weeks. Um, Though Lawson is a pretty solid team um, and Macon's interesting as well. 
uh, down there with maybe playing Richmond next week. So uh, if they get past Lathrop, Macon's got to get past Lathrop who played in the KCI. So they're definitely a, a team to watch in, in three. Um, it's the same teams we've been talking about all year. It's your Pleasant Hill University Academy, Odessa in the one, and then Maryville, Pius, Savannah, and maybe Chillicothe in the other, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and looking at that district seven, which has the, the kind of the Pleasant Hill district, um, you know, I think, I think the top seeds in each of those games will probably win out this week. University Academy and, and Odessa really intrigues me in the district semifinal, just because mm-hmm. it's two teams that have played really none of the same opponents. I would say Odessa's probably played the tougher schedule in the MRVC West, but you know, University Academy last year in class one was just, was very impressive. So that's a game that really kind of jumps out to me. And then, you know, yeah, on the other side in, in district eight, um, I know I tweeted off the Preps KC account, like what a chaos the district seedings were and how close really everybody is in that district. Um, you know, Maryville, St. Pius, Savannah, and even Chillicothe, I think any of those four have, would I wouldn't be surprised if any of them won the district. Cole, I have, a class, did, but. I have a class three question for you about what you just addressed. Which of the Metro teams in class three do you think is playing the best football going into the playoffs? Um, I would say, I mean, I would say Pleasant Hill. I mean, let's take a let's take away what they did against center. Um, you know, they they besides that game, which let's be real, center's very good. You know, they've really took care of their business. And, you know, they in week seven, I guess, you know, they had a 22 point win over a Warrensburg team that I think is good, you know, is a better Warrensburg team than a lot of people are giving people yeah. credit for. You know, they're playing Lincoln Prep this week and not to jump ahead to class four, but that's if if Warrensburg beat Lincoln Prep this week, I don't think anyone would be shocked. No, and that's uh, that kind of leads us right into class four. And that's uh, one of those situations where I, I think Lincoln Prep's a solid team. Uh, but I don't, you know, they, they haven't played the schedule uh, that Warrensburg has. Uh, and then you look at like a Harrisonville and Nevada. If you're Nevada, do you really want Harrisonville coming to town? No, it's Harrisonville is, as we talked about this on the Twitter thing the other night, Harrisonville's kind of falls into the same thing as like a, a Rockhurst or a Park Hill offense. Nobody wants to play them in the regular season. You know, nobody wants to face them in the playoffs. Um that's a really intriguing district. And now granted, Nevada was playing. I mean, I think Nevada was as high as like three or four in the state rankings earlier in the year before mm-hmm. they kind of fell off. Um, but that's another district where I think center is probably far and away the best team in the in the district. Uh, but you know, two through seven is very fluid. Well, and then you look at district eight, you've got Carney there sitting at the one seed. Uh, and then I think. I think Excelsior Springs will beat Marshall, and that's what they'll get in the second round. Smithville will beat East. I think Van Horn's going to beat Winnetonka. Van Horn-Smithville is interesting because Van Horn possesses the thing that Smithville doesn't have. They don't have a ton of speed. Right. Um, they're they're well-coached, and they're a good football team. That's the kind of situation where Van Horn, who's played, you know, who's beaten a William Christman, uh, who who beat a university academy. Um, you know, that's, a, that, that's an interesting matchup. I think Smithville would be the favorite in that game. There's no doubt. But that's an interesting matchup possibly next week as well. I agree with you. And I think what this would this would do for Smithville is in some ways it gives them a little bit of a sneak peek at the style they might face against center if they were yeah, to be they got, yeah. yeah, they were now hard. I'm not saying Van Horn is Karn, is center. Um Van Horn, though, I mean, has got some really has got some good wins this year. They only lost by 
by 11 to Richmond, who is a, mm -hmm. you know, a very good team. They lost, if you look at their losses, I mean, all three of them are to a team, three teams with a combined three losses. Yeah. So they're, they're just as viable, I think. And I think they probably love that sleeper role because everybody's like, oh, it's going to be Carney and Smithville. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, Cole, I have a question for you. The four classes, if you had to pick the state champion today, which of those four classes would be your most difficult selection to determine the state champion? Um, class. Hmm, class three, I think. I think because I think Maryville is pretty good, and I think Pleasant Hill is pretty good. Now the question is going to be what happens if they run up against a Cardinal Ritter or somebody like that. Um, I was going to say class two because I think from class I think class two, class two is a close second because I think the top four really in every class. It feels like this year there's like four or five teams in every class that are really really good. Um, but man, Blair Oaks is so good this year. And yeah, that, that, that kid's been starting. When you talk about three, the, the problem for the, the teams in three is on one side of the bracket, you have Cardinal Ritter, Valley Catholic, Pleasant Hill. That's one, two, and three in the state. Then you have Maryville, who's five. On the other side of the bracket, you have Lutheran St. Charles and Reed's Spring, who are the only two ranked teams. Yeah. That are that are getting buys that are district champions. Lutheran North is in there as well. But if you're, you know, if you're Lutheran St. Charles, you're going to see Lutheran North probably in the in the week two, and then you've got a couple weeks of where you're you're going to have some weeks off. Where if you're Pleasant Hill, Maryville, or Cardinal Ritter, you know, you're going to see or Valley Catholic, you're going to see somebody pretty good starting in week two. Yeah, and it's not going to get any easier the, the more you go. Now I will say for you know. Yeah, Pleasant Hill, Pleasant Hill, and the winner of that Maryville district could be a very, very good quarterfinal. And you know, Cardinal Ritter's got to beat Valley. Valley's that Class One team who, I mean, they—they're—it's really interesting to me because they're very close, I think, to dropping back down because they haven't had that much postseason success. I think COVID killed them one year. Yeah. Um, so they're right on that cusp. They could drop down to two next year, which would be something. Which might bump Blair Oaks up. <laughs> you <laughs> never know. It just depends. Well, Lafayette County down or something. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You never know. So it'll, it'll be interesting. Well, it's going to be a great week. Uh, in, enjoy your uh, Friday night in Adrian as, as they begin their playoff push. You got at least a couple weeks guaranteed down there, don't you? Um, we'll see. We'll, see. Uh, well, I know that's one that we didn't talk about, Adrian. Uh, how, how, what's your report? Uh, how, how I know they were banged up last week when they lost to Tipton. They were banged up. Um, I've heard that they're mostly going to be back. Um, which will be good because Crestridge is one of those teams that's really playing a lot better than they were earlier this year. They have gone from, they've kind of reinvented their offense to just basically going five wide all the time, which in class one, finding five guys to cover them. Um, they, were, <laughs> yeah. they were moving the ball against Adrian the first time. And then Adrian dropped in a, you know, a six, four, six, five kid off, off the basketball team, basically who's one of the D backs to just jam coverage their one receiver. And that kind of, that slowed things down. So it, I think Adrian will get past, past them and, you know, then they'll probably play Sherwood and see so yeah, out two weeks for sure. Probably I would say at, at Adrian. <laughs> well, Hey, we will uh, chat with you again next week. All right. Thanks.